Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. This is episode 34, and I'm your host, Corey Pennypacker. Spring is coming, and for families across the United States, that can only mean one thing. Spring break. It's a great time to pray extra diligently for our teachers and children as they become restless for a break from their studies. But here in Pennsylvania, at Bible School's headquarters, spring break means a burst of tourism and people lined up to experience the Bible Broadway style at Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster, PA. Today, I had a chance to sit down with my good friend, Josh Inc. He's the president and chief story officer of Sight and Sound Ministries the nation's largest entertainment company of its kind, drawing nearly 1.5 million people each year from around the world. Josh has a passion for making the Bible come to life and helping people see its relevancy for their lives. And that sounds an awful lot like Bible to School's mission. Before we get started, have you had a chance to connect with us on social media? We're at Bible to School on every platform. We love engaging with you and providing you with good news about kids' lives that are changing every day as programs meet across the United States. We'd love to see the way you are telling kids in your lives about Jesus. So tag us on the pictures and the stories. Just a reminder that all of the details, links, and our guest info can be found on our show notes at our website at BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Now, Let's jump right into our interview with Josh. Well, Josh, welcome to You Can Tell the Children podcast. It's so good to have you with us today. Corey, it's great to be here. It's always a pleasure talking with you and hearing what's new with Bible to School. We're going to talk about you today, and you're a friend of mine and a valued mentor. And so I'm very excited for our listeners to get to know you, hear about what you do. I mean, you're impacting the kingdom in a very unique way through the mission field of entertainment. But first, where we talk about that, tell us a little about yourself, your lovely family, where you're from, and what you like to do for fun. You bet, absolutely. Well, Corey, again, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be chatting with you today and, and all those listening in. I hope that this inspires them and motivates them forward in what their calling is and their gift and their purposes. My high calling in life is to be a devoted and faithful husband to my bride, Kristen. And um, we have four beautiful children from 18 years old down to six. So we're still busy raising very, the children in the home. Yes. Yeah, very <laughs> cool. Very cool. My oldest uh, just started college courses online, and it's just fun to see them mature and grow. Uh, I live in Lancaster County. I was born and raised in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, just a small industrial town not far from Strasburg, which is where I live now. Uh, Strasburg is also where Sight and Sound Theaters is, the home base anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, we have another theater out in Branson, Missouri. But what do I love to do? My goodness. Yeah, I, I like to have a good time. I have kids at great ages right now. So we're planning a nice trip out to uh, California. It's a business trip plus a family trip. So we're going to go out there and, and see Disneyland and 
do Ooh. the Warner Brothers backlot tour and all that kind of stuff. Anything with storytelling we love. We love the outdoors. I love to hunt. I like to fish. Anything with my family is is what my favorite place to be. Wonderful, Josh. We know that when you get going with a family, it gets exciting, especially at all those ages. So, yeah, but, sure. but man, for our listeners that don't know about Sight and Sound, can you just start from the beginning? How did it get started? Yeah, you know, it's 46 years ago, uh, 1976, that a farmer from Mannheim, actually, named Glenn Eshelman and his wife, Shirley Brubaker at the time, they were married for a while at that point in time, and he was a photographer. And he was also, would have been, I believe, a fourth or fifth generation preacher for the Church of the Brethren and uh, had a calling on his life to be a preacher. But Glenn Eshman always had an artistic gift to him, whether it was uh, painting or photography. And he combined them both together, you know, in the 60s and 70s. And he started to inspire churches and special events with these slideshows, you know, that would infuse God's creation through the photography or through painting. He traveled around with that, didn't he? He did. Yeah. So he traveled. It got pretty big for him. And, you know, he and his wife and then they had, you know, two daughters at the time and then they would travel even out to the West, you know, and to events out there. And it got to a point where Glenn and Shirley looked at each other and they, they said, you know, do we want to live a life on the road? What if we did something different? And so God opened the door for them to do an event here in Lancaster at Lancaster Bible College. And they packed it out with this slideshow and got enough seed money from that event to build a small theater on 896 here in Strasburg called Living Waters Theater. And then years later in the 90s, he built the Entertainment Center, which was where Noah premiered, which was really the big show that put Sight and Sound on the map. Well, now tell everyone about what exactly, what do you do with Noah? What, it, what do you do in the theaters with this, with this project? Yeah, these stage shows, you know, it's hard to explain. You have to see it to believe That's it. true. <laughs> it's their biblical proportions. You know, this is a, a 300 foot wraparound stage. So when you sit in the audience, you're surrounded on three sides by the stage production. Mm-hmm. So with Noah, for example, and that premiered back in 1995, and that's the year I started actually as a stage mm-hmm. technician, mm-hmm. a long time ago now. <laughs> it, uh, the interior arc, the, you know, the moment in the show in act two, when Noah has built the ark and loaded the ark with the animals, when the curtain comes up, the top of Act Two, these 2,070 guests who are in the theater are all of a sudden surrounded by all of these animals, whether they're live or animatronic, which is a technical term mm. for, you know, they move through mechanics and things. and air But they look real. They look and, real. And, yeah. <laughs> and so over the years, we get, you know, letters of uh, our guests telling us that the elephants are real. <laughs> okay. They were like, no, I promise you they're not, but we're glad you think they are. Um, but yeah, that's just one example of how the vision of Glenn and Shirley Eshelman went from touring slideshows to massive live stage productions with 60 cast members, hundreds of animals. And there's so much that has happened, you know, since the entertainment center that brings us mm-hmm. to today, which I'll be glad to get into if you'd like. Well, we'll in a quick, a quick second, but I wanted to say that, I mean, their basic goal though, was to bring the Bible to life. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Always has been and always will be. That is at the core DNA of sight and sound ministries. In fact, we are a ministry. You know, we're a ministry that that needs the business part of it and the business that is a ministry. They go hand in hand. And it's been that way, you know, since the very beginning. The biblical text is our script. Now we create, you know, fictional accounts in order to 
amplify, you know, uh, the themes of that story, the message of that story. But the biblical text is why we do this. And uh, each story, whether it's in the Old Testament or New Testament, is as relevant to today as it was when it was penned all those years ago. So our calling and purpose of Sight and Sound is to dramatize these scriptures and to bring them to life in a way that doesn't just inform or educate, but inspire and move people's hearts towards truth, you know, through the power of story. And that's what you do, and you do it very well. And I always describe Sight and Sound, people say, what is that? It's a Broadway excellence, but they teach, they show the Bible. They like teach the story of the Bible and you're in it and it's around you. And it's just a very a moving and something that everybody should see. But you actually have a new show coming up. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah, so, you know, if you imagine having been doing this since 1976, you know, you think, man, are you going to run out of Bible stories? And <laughs> the answer is no. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing how the Lord puts the next new show in our hearts. And these shows take three and a half to four years to produce from wow. script to stage. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have 750 plus employees in two locations. And without them, we would not be able to pull this off. So these are this is not a small undertaking. And it's huge. So, yeah, and it's critical and essential to be led by God and throughout the process to make sure that we're on point with the messages. And the next new show is uh, absolutely in line you know, with that. It's been bathed in prayer and discernment and it's closing in on its fourth year of production and it launches March 12th to the public. So we're right. excited for that. And that shows David. Awesome. Yeah, King David. And talk about a rich, rich story. It's a story most people, you know, at a glance would think, you know, it's about David and Goliath. It's about the worshiper. It's about slaying your giants. It's about being a a man after God's own heart. And those things are all true. But when you dig into these stories, you know, as a writer, producer, director, and for me, I was able to be at an executive producer position, watching the writer and director shape, shape the show together. And when I saw the team press in and not just stop at slaying your giants, which Sight and Sound could have done well with just mm-hmm. that, you know, that message. But they said there's something more. And uh, the producer, Ryan Miller, he discovered that it was really a show about communion with God and how mm. when you get out of communion with him, even if you're an anointed king like David was, there can be distractions and things along the way that make you forget your first love. And uh, this is a story not just about the obvious things in the David story, but the real deep moments that shaped David's life and allowed him to write such things as create in me a clean heart, mm. cast me not away from your presence. And mm. so it's going to be a very moving production. We're excited. Oh, wow. And we all can relate to that where we are just in line with God. We are so close to him. And then something small happens and we just kind of lose focus. I think I did that the other day with just my husband the other day, just kind of losing focus and didn't have a, a what he needed at the time. Um, and then I'm I, all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, where did God go? We had this great relationship going with yeah. God and, and each other. And yeah. it just is so fast and so simple in life. And so that see it on stage in a big way and be an actual part of it, really, it moves people. So I'm, I'm ex- very excited to see it. But can you tell me what has your favorite, like when, when you're Telling story. How how did you even get into telling stories? By the way, uh, probably being about six years old, standing on the coffee table trying to make my family laugh. 
you know, <laughs> doing goofy things, you know, to get a reaction from people. I don't know. I think I'm convinced that every single person on the planet is born with a gift from God. And mm-hmm. most times, unfortunately, people don't take that seriously or somebody doesn't come into their life that helps shape that and, and mentor that, help them realize that that's actually something that's meant to be there and to change the world. And so as a young guy, you know, as a kid and then a, a young man, you know, I thought my fascination with story and my passion for going to the movies and in my case, making movies, you know, in high school with my friends, I just thought that's just something I enjoy. It's a hobby. But then as I got older and I dedicated my life to the Lord and he started to show me that gift is there for a reason and he redeemed it, which that word redemption is so powerful. It's yes, it's when God buys something back that was stolen or taken away. That's the definition for redemption. And so when that gift of storytelling was bought back by Christ and used for him, all of a sudden my life made sense, my professional and, per- and personal life, you know, because they're, they're mm-hmm. all they are tied together. Yes. And so I realized this desire I have to move people through story, whether it's a story I'm telling with verbally or on screen or on stage, you know, that that's nothing to take lightly. In fact, with storytellers, you think about the impact that they had on mankind, on human history. You know, who were the ones that created the anthems, you know, that we pledge to? Who are the ones that create the banners? that we stand for? Who are the ones that create the songs that can inspire a world? You know, it's the storyteller. It's it's the pen being mightier than the sword, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when the power of story gets into the hands of people who want to dedicate it to the Lord and then see life change because of it, watch out. God will open <laughs> up crazy doors. I did not expect to be at Sight and Sound telling biblical musicals. You know, uh, <laughs> when I was 18, 19 years old. With real animals, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> if, somebody, if somebody would have said that that's where I'd be, I would have laughed at it. But I can't imagine, you know, all these years later being anywhere else or working with a different team. And we're excited about our future. There's more to come on that this year. So stay tuned, audience. And exciting sound has some exciting <laughs> announcements for you in 2022. You're not going to announce them right here on, my, on our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I wish I could. Okay. Yeah. Someday, maybe you'll get me back. Back okay. We'll, we'll talk more about that, but that sounds great. Sight and what... Sound is excited about the future of storytelling, and we uh, we're excited about the opportunities that the Lord is opening up. That's great, Josh. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. Wait, God speaks to us? We love this child's amazement that the God of all creation cares enough to communicate with us, just like this child. We should be in awe of God's gracious communication with us. And the narrative of David in the Bible is a perfect example of this. Through scripture, God had already revealed who he was to David. Through the prophet Samuel, God told David he would be king. Through worship and prayer, God continued to tell David that he is our Lord, our protector, and worthy of all praise. And he continues to tell us that too. I gotta hear, what is your favorite show? that you've done. You, do you have a favorite show? That is so that's so difficult to answer. I know. Because, you know, these are all Bible stories, right? So they all mm-hmm. speak to you. My time at Sight and Sound varied quite a bit. I, I sit in an executive role as president of the company, chief story officer. 
-hmm. and executive producer. So I get to oversee all of the creative projects that are going on, particularly the shows. But then I also get to roll up my sleeves and produce, write, and direct shows. And I would say that to sit in the theater and watch a show, I think it would probably have to be the story of Jesus just because Mm. of what it is. That is a show that I was very close to developing. And it sounds odd to say it's my favorite. I want to be careful and not, <laughs> you know, liking my, my, the shows I've produced. But there's something that happened to me personally in the production process of that show. And then to see its impact on people's lives. Because right out of the gate, when we commissioned that show, Jesus, to be the next one, and that, that premiered in 2018. Mm-hmm. I was producer and director on it, and I was very excited. But I remember sitting at the table one of the first days of, of working on that script and outline and just being completely daunted and overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Because who am I? This guy from a small town, didn't go to Bible school, uh, didn't go to college. Who am I to tell hundreds of thousands and millions of people our portrayal of who Jesus is? And I started thinking these theologians are going to be so, you know, they're going to want to throw their two cents in and it's going to be judged and all this and that. But I'm telling you, Corey, like mm-hmm. that fear was fleeting. It was so fast. It was a flash in the pan mm-hmm. because I immediately said, Lord, what story do you want to tell? What specific angle of your story do you want sight and sound to tell? And immediately the theme, love that rescues, boom. And I wrote it down on a blank piece of paper. Love that rescues. This is a rescue story. It's going to be the greatest rescue story of all time. Act one will be about different rescues, you know, whether it's Nicodemus or Peter or Mary Magdalene. But then act two is about my rescue, your rescue, Mm. the world's rescue. Mm. And all of a sudden, the script just wrote itself. And we didn't get next to none, nothing, you know, zero comp remarks back that were negative towards the show because really nobody could, yeah nobody could argue the, the theme of uh love that rescues it was not up for debate we didn't set out to try and prove any theological standpoint we just wanted to show christ's love on that 300 foot wraparound stage well that's the that's the pure gospel josh i mean we you know we teach the bible to children in public school during their school day so we get a lot of kids who they don't even know they need to be rescued Right. And you have to start, they know something's not right, but they, when they start hearing, yeah, I don't do good things. I, I do mm-hmm. make bad choices. Yeah. I guess I can't, I'm all, and I do it over and over again. I, I need rescue, you yeah. know? So it really hits, hits everybody in all levels. So ve- that's job well done. I uh, still don't know how you did the whole fish in the, you know, the boat. And the miraculous re- catch. It looked real. All those fish <laughs> looked real. So, uh, but Thank yeah, you. that's. Was- that one was tough to do. That was yeah. tough to pull off, especially, <laughs> you know, hundreds of times a year because we run 11 shows a week. Wow. But the I think the scene, if I if I may just share, you know, within that show, one of my favorite moments and scenes was when Jesus chose to sail across the Sea of Galilee to get to the one demoniac, you know, legion that was alone on that cliff. And they, they went through a storm and nearly sank the boat on the way there. But that shows the love of Christ, you know, to, to get in a wooden boat, go across that sea, weather a storm and then climb a mountain and meet just with that one person who was Mm. incredibly lost. And, uh, that embodies the Jesus that I met when I was 18, 19 years old. And that's the Jesus that I wanted the audience who's coming to see the show to meet. 
I love that. Oh, wow. Well, tell me about the audience. What are your God stories? How are, have families been impacted by your stories at Sight and Sound over the years? It's been fuel for our tank. Uh, we have a, a we have an opportunity to to receive letters and you know responses from the show, and then people even after the show talking to our our ushers, and we have a after show ministry program where we actually have cast members and crew members and employees be able to meet with guests right there after the show to pray with them and talk with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just pages and pages and pages of testimonies, people giving their lives to Christ, miracles that wow. have happened in the in, in theater. the theater. Yep. Uh, wow. families, families being restored. I'll never forget we were doing the Joseph show uh, years ago and I was walking up the race section after the show uh, had just ended and there was this man of the home. You could tell he was the patriarch and he was just crying and he was just saying to his family, you know, there's like 15 or 20 of them there. He said, will you forgive me? Will you forgive me? I'm so sorry. Will you forgive mm. me? And there's a family restoration moment happening right there in our theater. Wow. Um, and then just recently with airing our shows on TBN, the Jesus show during COVID, March of 2020, when we shut down our, our doors, we had the Jesus show filmed cinematically mm-hmm. and we had that ready to go. And that went on the TBN Easter weekend and nearly 6 million people watched the Jesus oh, wow. <laughs> show on TBN. We were getting testimonies from Vietnam and Brazil and mm. places all over the world. You know, oh, wow, my child Josh. just gave their life to Christ and oh. uh, we had these pictures sent to us and it's just humbling, very, very humbling to be a part Wonderful. of something like that. that. Well, that's what it's all about. That's what you do all that hard work for behind the scenes and uh, those productions. Uh, you have to come, whoever's listening, you have to come see it if you get to believe it because nobody does until they sit in the theater and they have this panoramic of the whole Bible in front of them and told in a beautiful way just beautiful ways, beautiful stories, beautiful songs, and just very, very impactful. And I want to tap into you that now talking about, um, you know, just why, why do you think it is so important for children of this generation to hear these Bible stories, Josh? It's paramount. It is absolutely paramount that our children are hearing truth. It's, it's paramount. Yeah. It moves me just to even talk about it, how they're going to believe something. Right. Children are going to believe some story out there about themselves, about God. If there isn't a God, they're going to hear stories. They're going to choose to believe something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I heard one time said that, uh, I think it was Alex Kendrick, it said, whoever tells the best story wins are children. Mm. Um, and I, I, that has never left me. And I think when these children are on their devices, you know, they, they flip through sometimes a hundred stories in less than a minute. I watch it happen. And I think, what stories are they believing? And so if, mm. if we can motivate them and inspire them with stories that actually have something to do with their soul and their, their eternity and have it be in a way that doesn't just inform them, but it inspires them. And I believe inspiration is at the core of who God is. Look at his creation. You know, he's inspired. He inspires us with the sunrise, with the sunset. There's symbols all around us that we can direct our children to, to say, look at God in this, look at God in that. You can't look at a flower. Yeah, it's and not, not hard. And not be mesmerized <laughs> by the detail of the creator. And so to answer your question, Corey, I, I think that as men and women who are lovers of God here, that it's our duty to inspire the next generation with the things of Christ and truth and help them understand it and allow it to be their, their own journey at the same time God and shepherd them so that they can 
see the example in us and then also be directed to the creator through his creation. So if someone is intimidated by that, I mean, what would your advice be about sharing these Bible stories? Yeah, today, you know, there is really no excuse to have something to help you with that. It's a great mm. question, Corey, and I think mm. it's an honest question. But today, there's there are so many opportunities that we have as adults to help our children and help our Sunday school understand or whatever it might be. Sight and sound is one way. I've seen right. lots of people refuse going to church, but they'll come and they'll bring their family to this uh, two and a half to three hour experience of a Bible story, and it it brands the kids' minds with this experience, and and it, they leave asking questions. Um, mm. There's there's awesome venues and opportunities. Bible to school, the, the impact that that has had and continues to have. Yeah, uh, so is just way. find something, right? Or just, invest invest in it. You right. know, whether it's with your own time or resources, but do something, do something to help the next generation see truth with a capital T. Mm, I love that. I thank you so much for sharing with us today, Josh, spending time with us. I, I'd love to hear, everybody would want to know, how do you connect with Sight and Sound and, and how do we get to go see these amazing shows? Yeah, thanks, Corey. Pretty easy. Just go to sight-sound.com. You'll see that we have locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania and Branson, Missouri. We have um, lots of opportunities to check us out, whether it's on live or Sight and Sound TV. We just started our new streaming platform, which you can become a member of called Sight Sound TV, sight-soundtv.com. My in-laws love that one, by the way. Nice. They, yes. they are members. <laughs> That's so great. I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged to hear that. that. That came out of the COVID experience, you know. Yes. Uh, and it's it's been amazing to see that grow and that's continuing to grow quickly. That's exciting. That's a good future. Well, Josh, you are very inspirational for as a leader and 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 also in this very unique, like I said, mission field of entertainment in the theater. I just wanted to let you know that we are thanks so thankful to partner with you. And would you mind ending us in prayer for all those out there that are wanting to tell the Bible stories to children, to teens, to their grandchildren. We want to cover them in prayer. Absolutely. I'd be glad to. Thank you. Let's go before the Lord. Father, thank you for who you are. You know, I think about how it all begins and ends with you and your character could have been anything and it's love. Your character is love. And because of that, you continue to show us your love. And so important, Father, that the church, the body of Christ, represents that love in Christ-likeness and truth, scriptural truth. Help us, Father, to be discerning on how we influence, how we lead. Help us, Father, to be discerning on what stories we believe. And help us, Father, to remember that our priorities and our, our highest callings are first and foremost our relationship with you, and then we're married to our spouse, and then our vocation and career and purpose. Lord, I pray a blessing over all those who are listening right now. If they're in need of you know, a fresh slate or fresh start, or they need reminded of your incredible love and rest, I pray that this program would allow them to experience that, that you are the author, you are the perfecter of our faith. And by us allowing it to be in your hands completely, that you do incredible things. So to you be all the glory, Father. And we pray for this next generation of children their little hearts, little souls, their little minds. May they be have opportunities to be influenced to see your love for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
you excited to tell the kids in your life about God's word in new and creative ways? I know I am. We aren't all as creative as Josh and his team at Sight and Sound, but we all have a role to play in telling kids about Jesus. It doesn't have to be hard or complicated. In fact, here at Bible to School, we're trying to partner with you and shoulder some of the heavy creative lifting for you. I'm hoping that you've been around here long enough to know we're praying that there would be a team of adults at every public school who would step out in faith and start a Bible program in their local elementary school. Do you feel that tug in your heart? Are you one of the ones we've been praying for? I hope so. To learn more about how you can bring a Bible to School program to your school, go to BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. We can't wait to connect with you there and show you just how simple it can be Join us again next week, friends, when I'll be talking to Jody Grasser about getting creative and teaching the Bible to the kids in your life through skits. Until next week, remember, God deserves the very best of our creativity and skills, no matter what those might be. And God can use his people just like you. And God can use people just like us to tell the kids the good news about Jesus. I'll see you next time.